Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now. And if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Are you trying to hear the song? Yeah. Okay. Can he do the Irish goodbye? Sure did. He heard Marty Funkhauser and he was out with <laughs> Marty Funkhauser. God. Before we get into the Super Bowl and all kinds of other stuff, uh, the invasion of uh, Ukraine, things like that. Fun stuff. Uh, there's a crisis to discuss. All right. Oh. What do you think the rocket is saying up there in hockey heaven mm-hmm. about the La, La Habitants having won eight out of 48 games Isn't this that season? something? Eight out of 48 games mm-hmm. they have won. They fired their coach last year, Claude Julian, for like the third time. And they brought this guy in, and he made it to the Eastern Conference Finals. And they gave him a three-year contract. They finally fired him today, I believe. Wow. Uh, eight out of 48 for the Canadiens. Wow. I can't believe it. I thought I would have made a deal with Satan to live until the Canadians have won eight out of 48. How well, our version of the Canadiens is the Yankees. They've never, yes, they've never, never spiraled that like that. They've had some bad seasons yeah. in the Horace Clark era there in the late 70s and the late 60s, but never like that. Yeah. I God. think the rocket is tapping the pocket rocket on the shoulder saying, this is no good. <laughs> no, this is saying, not good. He's saying, you, we can't. Even I couldn't put any Canadians in as the stars of the game. After a, well, didn't after they lose eight, to Buffalo? Didn't they lose to the Sabers yesterday? That might have been yes, what did it. Yes, you lost to the Sabers. Yes, eight out of forty-eight. They're wow. eight thirty-three and seven. Do you see where Canada like still restricts attendance at games? Oh yeah, Vancouver's letting half in the way it looked. But Winnipeg uh, lets about half in. Yeah, them, we I think, I think Winnipeg, Montreal's like zero, right? Yeah. And then Toronto, I think, are there, you can now get 500 in. So uh, well, apparently, that's pathetic. apparently, the crone uh, isn't as easy to cure up there as it is down here. I don't. I, I wonder don't, why. I don't quite get it. I don't know. No. Uh, I think uh, Trudeau basically tied his wagon to this, and he nobody has fewer points in hockey than Montreal. Back yeah, it's unbelievable. Eight out of forty-eight. Who owns Les Habitants? Well, it was Molson Brewing. I don't know who's yeah, looking that up right I now. I think it's a big corporation, <clears throat> but it's not the brewing company. I don't think anymore. But uh, anyway, I wanted to bring that their up. goal differential is negative eighty-five. Wow. That's pretty good. They haven't even played 50 games yet. Goals for? No, that's math. 108? Mm -hmm. I have 106 on my screen. Goals against? 
180. Mm-hmm. Live 106 and 191. Yours probably hasn't updated because their game was late, late yesterday. Okay. Game yeah. Okay. Yeah. And they got uh, they wow. got by. Yeah. Yeah, but they'll get a number one. Judd would be in favor of them tanking to get that number one pick. Yeah, but then I think they have a lottery now too. The, oh, that's the true. NHL just like everybody else. Did you're you hear not, this idea? Did you hear this idea that was some emailer sent me? Instead of the Pro Bowl, play a game between the last place team and the second to the last place team with the winner to get the first pick. <laughs> this year it would have been Jacksonville, yeah, Detroit. Yeah, but what's your incentive as a player? What do I give a damn? Well, you as might. As a player, what do I care? I don't care. You know, you, <laughs> that, you know that's easy for ownership. That's easy for ownership to say, but I don't want to go get the my crap kicked out of me and blow my knee we out. We haven't never, played in three never weeks. Play again <laughs> in order to decide who gets the number one pick. Tell so. that guy he's an idiot. Will uh, you? All right. Okay. <laughs> never mind. And I, Just for me. I thought know. it was a pretty neat idea. It'd be a real game to watch instead of the Pro Bowl. But you you're right. What's in it for the player? You know, the Pro Bowl, I believe, had 18 non-players. You know, that came up with various injuries. How many non-players do you oh. think we'd have in the number Rook. 32 versus number 31 Rook, game? that's our chance. Yeah. We'd get we the can, call. Right, we can go. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> but I yeah. told Joe, because he had brought this up during GL, the Pro Bowl still had a decent number, I think. If this was an actual game, it would out, it would outdraw every World Series game if Detroit played Jacksonville in a standalone game the weekend before the Super Bowl. That's how pathetic sports viewing is right now. It's all football all the time. Yeah, you would have to probably offer, uh, you know, several million dollars to the players on each team to play the game. I would assume, yeah. Yeah. Pat, what the hell is baseball doing? They're 12 days away from their first spring training game. Mm -hmm. Well, we're not going to have uh, spring training. We are... uh, this is crazy. We uh, everybody wants to blame Manfred, and I think he's an idiot. I agree with that, but there has to be some reality on the other side that the grand old game is in big, big, big trouble, and the days of thirty-two-year-old players somehow getting five-year, nine hundred and ninety million-dollar contracts are over. Yep. They aren't going to do that anymore. But even when it comes back, Joe, if it doesn't come back with some changes, through that. Sprice uh, the spruce up the pace of the game. Right, it's uh, it's dying. It's dying. But they got a chance to bust out in a what hopefully is going to be a COVID-free spring, and they're screwing it up. Mm-hmm. They're just screwing it up. Well, yeah, but uh, the, here's here's a prop. Tony Clark took over as the you had Marvin Miller, the smartest guy in the world, right? Yep. Then you had Donald Fear, who was a very bright guy, too. He learned at the knee of Marvin yep. Miller. And then you had Tony come in, and mm-hmm. everybody decided that the first contract Tony and his people negotiated, they got beat. Mm-hmm. I don't think they got beat. To me, uh, with the contract, when Max Scherzer gets a, what, $40 million a year contract, he didn't exactly get beat. But Tony took that to per- a heart now, and he's uh, trying to win back all the things they lost, of which I have no idea Who's what they Tony? were. Tony Clark is a former player, and he's now the head of the oh, union. Oh, okay, okay. He's now the head of the union. He's the executive director. And, uh, you know, a very well-spoken player, whether that makes him a genius lawyer, I mean, I'm not sure, but uh, I don't know. They, uh, You know, the funny thing is, nobody cares no. except those poor towns that spent all those millions of dollars to 
pay for those stadiums in these various outposts mm-hmm. that uh, in the hope that Red Sox fans would fill up their uh, communities, you know, mm-hmm. but uh, fill up their hotels and stuff. But uh, beyond that, uh, I don't know. Well, you sold the estate at just the right time. You think so? Well, you've got no reason. To, that's why that's you right. had it. I know. That's uh, that's why I had it, and uh, it would uh, it would be a little, you know, trying to make believe uh, columns down there. I, I could do that for about a month, and then the season would then they right. start playing baseball. Right. I could I'd be over there at the end of January talking to guys who would showed up early and things like that. Now there's. The major league players can't be there. I was just going to ask you: Are They're they not prevented? Out on the grounds. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow! They can't even go down there and play catch with each other. But you know who's going to be in camp hmm. because he's not on the major league roster? Jake Cave. Oh my God! <laughs> really? We thought we were kind of done with Jake when he got released, but he ended up signing with the Twins again, and he's Rocco's favorite player, and he'll be in St. Paul. Uh, playing center field, probably. Oh uh, Will you year. promise me that we'll get a, you know, one of those uh, fifteen-second vines, those little videos of Jake diving for a ball well, that's yeah. eight feet in front of him, please? <laughs> that's right. I don't know. Oh. We're in big trouble. I didn't like the Super Bowl as a contest. I thought it was boring. It was a little slow. It, uh, the fourth quarter, it, yeah. it was close, yeah. but it was it was like uh, I thought it was pretty good. No, as, offense. as it wound down. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but. You don't call a penalty the whole game, and then you decide you're going to let the Rams get a first oh. down at the four-yard line. Which would have made it fourth and fourth, ten. Fourth and ten, yeah. The game's over. I couldn't you, believe they. I couldn't believe they threw. And I didn't have a. I didn't care. But no. I thought that's how you're going to decide the Super Bowl. The trouble is the Bengals couldn't really whine because their one big play it's of true. the game, uh, the, the guy might have cheated by snapping the head around and uh, mm-hmm. on the face mask Was, to catch that. But I tell you what, that's a hell of a play. If you can grab a guy's face mask, p- spit him out of the way, and still catch a 75-yard talent pass, it <laughs> still make it. That guy's got great hands. Jamar Chase is better than Justin Jefferson. Oh boy, that's a hot take. That's a hot a take. Hot take. That, now I'm not saying Justin Jefferson's not good, but Jamar Chase is better. I missed about the first seven minutes of the game because I had to watch the golf playoff. Yeah, I watched that. I was glad Scheffler won after choking on the. I was clicking, but yeah. Scheffler, after choking on the putt that could have won it in yeah. regulation, yeah. it was. But I love the fact that when you get into a golf playoff, because the crowd is now assembled at 18, we're going to play 18 for three days? Yep. They, they, now most of them play the last hole twice, and then if they don't decide it, they go somewhere else. But these guys played 18 three straight times. It's become terribly evident that that tournament is completely designed to accommodate this crowd. Yes. And by the way, the 17th, mm-hmm. right? No, that, or is it 16th? Is 16th the is the, the where they have Coliseum. Built this, they have built now With the trees. Yep. No, but no trees. It's a stand. It's a, 10 years ago. <laughs> 10 years ago when they started packing people in there, yep. they were drunken crazed college students mm-hmm. who would pay to just go there and have a great party. Raise hell. Have right. a great party. <laughs> Girls sparsely dressed. Boys drunk trying to develop yeah, court, a relationship court. with girls who, you know. And it was great. 
because it was all spontaneous. They, none of them knew golf. And then they decided to take advantage of it and make this into a into a overpriced, ungodly area that you have to pay premium money to sit in, and they've ruined the vibe of the crowd completely. The it's, crowd, you, there were two holes in one during the tournament. Yes. Did you see what the crowd did on each one? Didn't we shower them with litter? Yes. Littered the place with litter. Yes. Threw beer and water and everything. It, it took 10 minutes to clean it up mm -hmm. so they could putt. But had it been the college students, mm -hmm. they would have rushed off and picked the guy up and carried him down there <laughs> on their shoulders yeah. and dropped him in the pond. Yeah. It's, they have changed the vibe. Uh, I was reading something in the, in the Phoenix paper a couple, three years ago about when they build that thing, it's just a money gouge. Is that, no. I'm going to ask a dumb question. It's not a great hole, by Does the way. it stay there all year round, or do you take that down? Boy, that'd be, yeah, uh, they must take it down, but God, it would be hard work, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah. I mean, you can't be a member of the Phoenix Country Club or whatever it is. It's the TPC. TPC. Phoenix TPC and have that TPC. sitting there all the time, does it? I would think not. And you're right. It's not. It's an ordinary hole. Yeah, it, it, they just had water it just, on the right. If it, you were actually had to carry the water, right. it would be a better hole. But it just lent itself to the development of what they call the Coliseum. Mm-hmm. You know, and eighteen. It's fun. By, I like it. I think it was fun. Eighteen, by the way, the bleachers. They got a whole ten thousand too. Yes, the bleachers on eighteen. What did they have for attendance for the tournament? Well, oh. one time they were claiming like one hundred twenty-five thousand on Saturdays, and I, I'm sure they're lying. But, wow. But they got. But when it, somehow the all the yeah, the youth. The, when I was down there for the Super Bowl, the Phoenix Super Bowl, when they had uh, uh, Patriots and uh, Giants. Giants, and I was watching it, they had a mob of people out mm -hmm. there, even though the Super Bowl was being played in Phoenix. You know, so. what you're telling me now is the college kids can't afford to sit up there. Yes, they can't. Yeah. They can't take over the whole. Right. The whole place like they used It's to like see. the diehard Vikings fans can't afford to go to U.S. Bank Stadium anymore. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's a nice payout. 1.4 for the winner. 8.93 for... Uh, I, I was rooting for Thigala, the Indian yes, young man. I had no idea that Schiffler had, not, Schiffler had never won yeah. one because he's been in so many of them. But he's, this is about year four for him, right? But Sahith Thigala... Thigala. Was uh, born in California, Pepperdine, yep. and played five years at Pepperdine. He was red shirts. He was hurt one year, but Hollis has attempted to Hollis Gavner has attempted to take these college superstars that mm -hmm. are just become pros, and he had him up here in 2020. Mm -hmm. In 19, he had Matthew Wolf. Oh yeah, and uh, he had uh, Marikawa. And then he also had Victor Hovland. He had those three now, guys. Now, Thigala is a PGA him. Tour player. Just, yes. Why yes. was he in on a sponsor's exemption? I believe he was hurt a lot of last season. Oh. So they they had to, he hadn't won, and he hadn't won enough money to be exempt. Well, he so. just made a half mil yesterday. Yes. And uh, had to feel bad about uh, hitting uh, hitting his tee ball too good on 17. Yep. He yep. hit it so damn good it went in the crap went hole the, and yeah. stuff. But uh, he had a funny looking swing, and I heard that he had spinal bifida when he was a kid. Ooh. He uh, he had a back problem. Yeah. Now he had a back problem that cost him a year at uh, Pepperdine. I was looking up his uh, I was looking up his bio, but he has got a violent uh, swing, yeah. doesn't he? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so yeah. so we were watching golf, but the football, the halftime show. 
45 minutes. No, it wasn't. For, by the time they get the crap on and out, it was a 45 minute. They had to move in a town. They had a town. Right. They had, they to had move a town. In a city. Where is Snoop Dogg's you could, car? You could house all the homeless in Phoenix in this damn building that they brought in, and they. They sang for what twenty five minutes. Not even. Least. I don't oh, even. Oh hell yes. No, I, I. I'll get the I exact time. I turned it on, and then they had some. I disagree. They had some girls singing. I don't know who they were. They had nice dresses on. But uh, Mary J. Blige was that her and somebody yeah, else. Yeah, she had the bad shorts, the weird pants. No, this was. I saw the ones in the evening gowns type. I didn't see that. Who were those? Yeah, who were those? I don't know who don't they know. were. I flipped over, and then I flipped back. And then I finally got the Snoop Dogg, and I figured, well, that's got to be the end. Cause that's Snoop the shizzle. Snoop, Snoop Dogg has got to be the end. But it's- The actual musical act lasted 14 minutes, 39 seconds. The actual yes. music. Yeah. Okay. But how about moving the buildings? How long did that take? It was a 40-minute Well, that was during break. commercial breaks. It was a 40-minute break. <laughs> hey, they- I, got, I got news for you. The halftime show wasn't for you. Pat, that was a long way from up with people. Uh... You know, bring back the Parkettes and the I University said that earlier. of Minnesota bands. UCLA marching band. Get off my lawn. Get off my lawn. <laughs> no, it just, it, it, you don't have to have a building. Let us have our moment. This well, was for put, my generation. Yeah, but put a stage out there. Take four minutes to move it in and out. No, no, no. they got to have some... Got to have some zest, huh? There was a lot of carpentry in that house. That isn't your generation anyway, by the way. You're older than that. No, I grew up with Eminem and Dr. Dre. And Snoop. Snoop is... Okay, Pat, this is just breaking. Russia moves into attack positions with 130,000 troops. What do they want? I was reading that They don't up, want uh, Ukraine want, to be westernized. Yes, that's their big problem. They don't want it to be west. They feel it threatens their security. Mm-hmm. So I know we, we, we well, had a lot of... nothing we can do about it either. We had a lot of woke moments during the Super Bowl and the commercials and whatnot mm-hmm. yesterday. Yeah, please tell me how oppressed you are when I'm watching videos of four-year-olds in the Ukraine loading uh, ammunition into machine guns. Mm-hmm. So please continue to tell uh, me how oppressed you are. Are we going to try to fight them or just let them walk in? No idea. Uh, we're vowing to not have any American presence no, in the country. No, we aren't. But, uh, I mean, what is Ukraine going to do? God help us. This I have no like, idea. This is like Germany getting ready to attack Poland. What mm-hmm. are you going to do? Right. This guy's crazy. Yes, he is. Mm-hmm. Did you see him at the Olympics when they announced a, a skater from Ukraine or whatever yeah. event it was? He pretended to be sleeping. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. something a twelve-year-old would. Do. Yep, yep. He was in the you know, and meanwhile, sitting up in the crowd. Meanwhile, the fifteen-year-old Ruski cheater. She yep. gets to skate. She gets to skate. What do we think? Putin won't attack if There's we let her skate. There's going on behind the scenes with that. Olympic it would event. irreparably harm her to not allow her to skate. Well, somebody filled her full of dope. Yeah, she didn't do it herself. Mm-hmm. Right. Is that what they're saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're but not... if she wins, there'll be no medal ceremony. How's that play with the other skaters? Yeah, that's what I thought, too. What a, it's the only reason Why you go the, there. The, is the, other skaters, the other skaters should refuse to skate. That's right. You know? That's right. When's it supposed to be, tonight? I don't, I don't know. But it's hard to tell what tonight is, right. anyway. I can't, yeah. I, just... I, I have watched. I watched. Are you still zero? I watched as much of the halftime show as I watched of the, uh, and I also had, I asked on Twitter for people to notify me 
when Al Michaels said, we'll be back with the kickoff. You know, uh, after this message. Because then you could you know, watch the Then I could right. turn on the game. Yeah. Well, I did that, and it turned it on, and I still had to listen to Rock talk needlessly. Oh, my. That was dumb. What was it? That was dumb. What was, was really that I agree with that. I have no idea. There... Rock? What the, happened to Rock, by the way? That's just in. Skinny. Does the Super Bowl really need any more additional no. hype? No. It's going to be the most popular event in the history of television every year. It only continues to get bigger. Did we get ratings, by the way? Oh, I'm oh, sure they're through the roof. Well, and if you you know you're not an A-list celebrity if you were not in a Super Bowl ad this year. Because everybody, yeah. every every celebrity. I hear Larry. I miss. I don't watch the ads either. But I, I miss Larry. Larry David had a good one. Somebody said for uh, um, he did, but I don't remember what it was product. for. That's that's bad. I know. Yeah, that's that's bad. good. You're paying two million dollars or whatever. We're glossing is. over the best moment of the entire Super Bowl, by the way, because great minds think alike. Because Royce and I retweeted this video at the exact same time, and this was on the Dan Patrick Show. Former LSU coach Big O at okay. Orgeron. Talking about the biggest disappointment in recruiting in yes. his time. This is about a minute was and a half, Joe. Was that on a pregame show? No, this was on Dan Patrick's show the week leading up to yes. the Super Bowl because yeah, he was so there. Yeah, got nothing to do with the Super Bowl. No, uh-uh. Yeah, but Dan always does his show on site for the week leading up to it. And uh, here's Big O. Here's 90 seconds of Big Ed O. Who broke your heart? Is there one that stands out? Oh, Adrian Peterson. Oh. Man, I love them. I love Adrian. Oklahoma better offered a better package no, to him. This, this is a true story. We go, we go down to see Adrian, me and Pete, and uh, Pete his Carroll. mother ran track at, I think it was at Houston, wonderful lady. And Adrian and I had a great relationship. He loved Pete Carroll, but I felt like he and I were very tight. One time he says, Coach, I went to this school, he says, Coach, I want you to follow me. I couldn't, I couldn't drive with him. We went 30 miles. I said, I didn't know where we are going. We stopped at this little country store. And he bought a gingerbread cookie. <laughs> I couldn't buy it for him for supper. <laughs> and then we went to a basketball game. And we sat in the, sat in the, in the gym, and I said, what are we doing? He said, you see that guard right there? I got to play him next week. Coach, come and scout him. How about that? <laughs> then he, I said, well, Adrian, what is the key to getting you here at USC? He says, Coach, well, Bob Stoops, my dad is incarcerated, and Bob Stoops won't see him. Well, me and Pete Carroll tried to go get him. And to go see him, they wouldn't let us in. But Adrian said, Coach, my dad is be able to watch my games where he's at. Well, if I go to Oklahoma, I tried to get the guy transferred to Los Angeles. <laughs> Wait, you tried to get Adrian's dad? Daddy. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> How does that happen? Uh, I competed. I tried to get his dad, dad transitioned to a different prison. Dad must have been in federal prison. Yeah. Not you know what that is? That is recruiting, baby. <laughs> I competed. That is. That is. Well, he was a legendary recruiter before he got the job at Ole Miss, and then he was a blatant failure at uh, oh. Ole Miss, but he was... I think before Southern, I think then he went to Southern Cal. Yep. After he was at Ole Miss, when Pete but, left for but Seattle, I can't remember where he was. First of all, and he was supposed to be the greatest recruiter of all time. Oh. So, but that was that uh, is recruiting, baby. <laughs> Tried to get his dad transferred in prison. Hey, Ed, I saw that interview. Ed looks pretty good. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he looks like he. Will he get he, a job he, again? Eh, I don't. 
no, no, there was some, uh, apparently there was, there was so much harassment to going on in his program. I don't know if he was involved, but. Uh, got it. He got divorced, too. Oh, you know, no. The girl that he loved and was always, there was a lot of part of him. She divorced him. Oh, she had no. to, wife? Ed, Ed got divorced. Maybe she yeah. found out about the shrimping boat. Well, she was, I think she was, I think he had a young, you know, one of those gotcha. 18-year-old Mary romances when he was a kid shoveling shrimp and then he uh and then he got married to this gal and uh and then i don't know what happened but i hmm. saw he was divorced so two things i'm playing catch up on. <clears throat> two things i'm playing catch up on larry david appeared in a cryptocurrency ad yeah. during the super bowl i don't know a, i don't understand it either way that was why they hired larry he, he doesn't either <laughs> and, uh, oh you're right that's exactly what it, i i don't know that, what this is <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty good and then the molson family does still indeed own okay the, uh, i got a question for you where is it what my cryptocurrency oh my god when i got it i don't where even want to go it? down this road where is it i have no idea where is it on my phone where is it is it in there if I got $28,000, is it is my phone? And what happens if I lose my phone? Where's my 28000 Do you want me to try, or are you going to just shout me down it for 15 seconds? I, I will not. I'll remain silent. Okay. Young Matthew is actually the person that told me about it very briefly. Rookie's son. Okay. Cryptocurrency is a two-way transfer, meaning it's tied to a debit card, a checking account, whatever. You can set it up for monthly installments, uh, weekly installments, whatever. You've lost both of them already. <laughs> Meaning, every Monday, hundred bucks comes out of your checking account, and you know it's going. And then it go. Where's it going? Yeah, it's going into your crypto account. So okay, based on whatever whatever the amount is, the val- So right now, Bitcoin uh, is currently at forty two thousand one hundred sixteen point nine. Currently, this changes by the second per, per coin. Per coin, so you're buying. Yeah, well, what if I'm only giving them a hundred bucks? That's Do what I'm saying. Like a little teeny bit of a so coin. So whatever you're buying, that hundred dollars worth, you're getting a fraction of whatever the Bitcoin is worth at that given time. Now it can go up, it can go yeah, down. Well, well, what, this what, is what happens. But what? What if I want to spend it? Then you have it withdrawn. Go to and your crypto wallet and pull out the hundred. Does Josh like crypto? Josh is not a crypto guy. I but. can't even do the Apple wallet. They keep not. I wouldn't like, recommend you doing like the Like when Bitcoin. I was going to Iowa, yeah. they said they were going to send me a ticket so I could park, right? Yep. At the Iowa City for oh, the no. basketball game. And so they sent it to you, and it's fine. And it says transfer. So I hit transfer. And it says, put it in your Apple wallet. I don't, do I don't have an Apple, Apple wallet. I don't have an Apple wallet. And then somebody told me, well, we all have an Apple wallet. I think wallet. you do have an Apple wallet. Well, I guess I killed it off because I didn't want an Apple. I didn't Get know this I off my phone. <laughs> yes, I think I did one of those, you know, when you get... You get the all the everything gets jiggly and then you can hit it and yes. get rid of it. Yeah. And keep. Uh, I think I did that to my Apple wallet. So, <laughs> but I, 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 I don't get it. I don't know. I don't yeah. want to get. What's it. wrong with hey? What's wrong with money? Right, right here. Right. Here's a wallet. Here's my right Apple here. wallet look right at, here. Look at that. What's wrong with this? What's wrong with this? Look at this. Everything is right there. For those of you listening to the podcast, <laughs> yes. that was Joe and Pat showing each other their wallets. Wallet. Yeah, I got a wallet. I got a wallet. It's wallet. not a even. Wallet. Wallet. I know it. I got a little case like this. Okay. Yeah. All right. Just holds a few things. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't have any money, so I yeah. don't have Pat, a wallet. Pat, this is the best thing I own. 
my Twin Cities Pioneer Press uh, employee card, but I don't know where it's the building. <laughs> he just walks up to random buildings downtown to Does see if Does this work it... here? I don't think we're ever going to get those strippers back in, man. I heard that, you know, we're kind of being, yeah, you know, come on now. Things are getting yep. better. You're kind Roll of encouraged. In. And I heard one of the editors the other day say, uh, uh, you know, there's, you know, more people are slowly back into the office. I was in the other day, Marcus Fuller and I, that was it. Nobody else. Really? Building, yeah. So, anyway. It's a nice building with nobody in it downtown. Three floors, man. Wow. Capella Towers and... Uh, and uh, Three floors, yeah. Three floors, yeah. About what is your closet here? <laughs> How about this studio right here? Uh, do you know that the Star Tribune, even though the circulation is like 250 now, which is, you know, was... 600,000 mm-hmm. at one time for Sundays. Third biggest in the country. No. Print. What? Print. For Sundays. I think for Sundays, yeah. And it's only 250 Yeah, something like that. What exceeds it? Uh, New York Times, probably. Uh, Times and the Post, I suppose. Although the Times and the Post are all... Wouldn't the, Wall Street Journal be up there, too? Well, I, I guess we're not... I think they're daily oh. newspapers. Wall Street Journal cities. doesn't publish on Sundays. Oh, it doesn't? No. Okay. I apologize. Somebody told me that. Speaking of that, I did see a post of the weekend with someone with knowledge that was doing the glass work for one of the new Timberwolves owners downtown Minneapolis on their condo that they had purchased Mm -hmm. overlooking Target Field. It's about a 10,000 square foot condo overlooking Target Field. Is it Billionaire Lore? I believe it's the other gentleman. Oh, the other guy. Yeah. I don't know why he would be purchasing that for basically coming to home games. I was very proud of... Because uh, he can. I was very proud of my reference to those guys in a column I wrote last week. I said, Billionaire Mark Lore and... Terrible baseball TV analyst Alex Rodriguez. I thought you liked him on TV. <laughs> oh, I hate him. He's terrible. He never says anything. Oh, he just babbles like a moron. You know. Okay. Plus, he's the biggest fraud that ever lived. But uh, who am I? Con- I'm confusing him with somebody that you didn't think you'd like, but you did like on the MLB broadcast. Is it Pedro? Who am I thinking of? Oh, I love Pedro. Maybe that's who I was thinking yeah, of. I love Pedro. Okay. I thought Alex and J-Lo were the real deal, and then I wake yeah, up to realize. She was at the game. She's back with Ben, with ben Affleck. Yeah. Weren't they? Is this a re- rebound? Apparently. Were they together like 20 years ago? Yeah, but they were like all the other celebrities, maskless and telling us all how to right, live our lives. Right, mm-hmm. They were, uh, but they he, he was with her at one time before, right? Yep. Am I Am I wrong? Yes. My wife told me. I can go through the timeline here if you'd like. Say your wild play tonight. They're home to the wing. Yes, the lowly wing. How would you like to be a Detroit sportsman? Oof. Lions, terrible. Yep. Tigers, getting better, but still terrible. Pistons, worst team in the league. And uh, and the Red Wing, eh. You know what we say to that in Detroit? Just got ejected. (laughs) This guy and this guy. Matthew Stafford. Just a coincidence that he left town and won the Super Bowl. Although he he's, tried hard to give that thing away. He's overrated. I agree. He's overrated. He's cousins. Well, that's the comparison no, no, now that you saw not, that. He's better than cousins. He know. is better now, than cousins. Now, cousins would have probably screwed something up on that last Well, drive. first of all, cousins wouldn't have gotten that team to the game in the first place. Right. But uh, I think we keep him. No, they're going to with this guy. I don't think this guy has any special relationship. Well, with they worked together in Washington. Yeah, but yeah, and he had a terrible year. One year he had a terrible year, and they dumped them. Somebody, by the way, Louis Black was at the the yeah. casino, Mystic Lake. Yeah. Oh, was Saturday, he really? Saturday night, 
and somebody yelled up to him. He mentioned the Vikings, and somebody yelled up, Yeah, Kirk Cousins. He says, Yeah, we had him in Washington. We don't want him back. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Which was, I guess Lewis was. Uh, My own personal washer. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's what Scrubs I do with my money. <laughs> rinsing and scrubbing and rinsing and scrubbing. God, you ever, what a great you ever watch the Seinfeld, Seinfeld in the car thing? Oh, they're, they're with not him? not on anymore. No, I but, missed but it. But he had one. Comedians in cars. Comedians in Drinking cars. coffee. Oh. He'd have some fancy yeah, car pick yeah. him up. But some of them were pretty good. Yeah. And we had Lewis Black on there. Lewis pretty low-key in that Oh, one, really? But, but funny. You know, oh, funny. I, what I have always really appreciated about Jerry Seinfeld is what he does for the secondary car market. For uh, for guys that are trying to look for uh, automobiles, well, he's ruined it. <laughs> oh, is that right? Because he he'll buy anything. He ruined the Porsche 356 <laughs> market. Really? Yeah. When he bought all of them? No, he bought one for about 450 grand that you and I could blow on it and it would have fallen apart. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. So now those guys that have that that's the line want to charge. You can't. Uh, a poor man can never buy one again. I gotta take you out to the boonies next summer yeah. and see Krause's collection. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's some good stuff. Paul Krause? Yeah. Do it. Make sure you do it when we the socks are playing. We won't tell you where it is or anything like that, yep. but uh, it's uh, it's. Uh, You'd be impressed, Mr. Mayor. Mm-hmm. You would be impressed. And you know what that guy can do? Unlike some of us, mm. tinker. Yep. He's a, you know, doing this, building that. <laughs> that tools, probably. He's a tinker guy. Yeah, yeah he's a, he does stuff. Were you ever you know, in? Look under hoods. Well, as my <laughs> seven-year-old says, is that the guy with the loud car? I said, yes, buddy. That's the guy with the loud car. Um, were you ever in Lauren Conan's garage from the Home and Garden no, show? No, I wasn't. He had a beauty. He had, uh, he had a great setup. Mm-hmm. He had about four or five of them, didn't he? Mm-hmm. The old pickup truck. and mm-hmm. I always oh. kind of wondered, how does a city inspector do this well? That's look at I'm... step 17. <laughs> Take a close look at step 17. Very close look. I love teasing him about that. He would get so frustrated. <laughs> hey, step 13's looking pretty good, too, on the back stairs, huh? And that plus he traveled the world hunting. Yeah, killing uh, various Rare varieties. goats. And uh, there was these Hell big, of a guy. Big, oh, wonderful. Big horn things. Yeah. But he was in Romania. Yeah. And they... He, they got over to one of those Kazakhstan or something, and they got uh, we support. They got, they got ripped off. Oh, yeah, they got when they got over there. Ooh. Didn't you know? Like they didn't get what they were promised. They yeah. didn't. They don't promise you the animal, but they the, the effort that they put into getting the animal and for I, you. I think your good. level of argument only goes so far in, in the stand countries. Yes, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> you let a lot go because I think the Stanners get along with uh, Putin. Okay. They, yeah, uh, yeah. Belarus. Yeah, they haven't broken people. away. That Belarus. I mean, Ukraine is. Uh, Ukraine just was trying to be too nice to us. So that's. I hope uh, my. Uh, I hope this doesn't affect my Ukrainian housekeepers. Probably oh, that's true. The people who come and not housekeepers. But war on Wednesday. And, all right. War on Wednesday. That's nice to announce. They, Russia they, moves into attack position. They must be fairly confident if they can tell us when they're attacking. Huh? Well, thanks for the heads up. Yeah, I thought well, the they, I thought they might. Gone. I thought they might wait for the Olympics, Dan. Oh, yeah, they're still going this Wednesday, aren't they? Yeah, they go all this week. Uh, there is another bit of breaking news on a much smaller scale, by the way. But uh, longtime NFL sideline reporter Michelle Tafoya, 
who was done with her broadcasting career after last night's Super Bowl, will now enter politics. Oh, yeah. After working the sidelines of Sunday night Super Bowl, Tafoya told The Athletic that she had wrapped up her career as a full-time sports reporter and that she will immediately co-chair Republican businessman Kendall Qualls' campaign to become Minnesota's governor. Really? I approve. That can't hurt him. That's a wise wise move for Kendall. I don't know. You like Wallsy? Kendall's a good candidate. Is she, well... I know, I know. That's no. words are wasted. Right. I know, right. yes. I know. Yeah. She could be Mother Teresa. I don't know what the hell would I care. But, uh, but uh, yeah, Michelle. Just is, eliminate uh, this in uh, half. Michelle, that's that's how she became buddies with Bernard. Uh, the the uh, being of the same political bent. So. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So well, good luck to her. She's not on that show anymore. She had she? a long no, I don't think so. She had a long run though, man. What, twenty years? So, oh, I bet yeah. it was longer than that, wasn't it? Really? Boy, Al- that that tells you how few women there were in uh right, in sports right, when she national. started. That's a good she question. just started like doing call ins as a you know and, Is and Al- was that Al Michaels last game? Then as he has no contract for next yeah, year. Yeah, he has not. Well, somebody though, yet. I don't know if it's going to be Alex. I think Buck's contract is up too, although he isn't leaving Fox. But someone's going to get paid by Amazon to do football because Amazon's yeah. got the exclusive Thursday night deal starting next year. God, I hope they don't take drag Collinsworth with him. He drives me nuts. Well, and when well, he, he has the opportunity night, to say something, he doesn't say anything. Last night he says, "I don't think I've ever seen a quarterback." Facing the pressure that Matthew Stafford has, make plays like he did on this drive. Uh-huh. Never? Really? Yeah. 50 years? You've never seen anything like that? I disagree. You didn't see Montana throw the ball to the White Clark? You didn't see that? God, oh my. He, four times a game, he says, I've never seen anything like that. That he's not very observant. No, he just cliches. He tries he, to just toe the middle the entire yeah. game. That's mm-hmm. all he tries to do. And of course, uh, with the Bengals, he uh, he did a you know I'm sure they felt he was unloyal, right? Yeah, probably. Wasn't, wasn't that where he made? Well, his even game? the the penalty that you were talking about, where they decided to finally throw a penalty flag, he went. They called that. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. And I but, thought that's your time to say something. Yeah. Say, hey, uh, how come you've gotten away with murder here for three, uh, four quarters, and that now you've decided to decide the game here? Yep. Cooper Cup's good, though. Yes, he yes, is. Yes, he is. For a white boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't care when I, I that's I, I don't expect a, a white lad to be making those cuts and doing all that good stuff. Uh, I thought Odell was faking it, too, by the way. I but did. He ended Come up on. Be, he ended up I being hurt. Too, yeah. Well, someone had speculated hurt. his career might be done because his knee was apparently shattered. Although, I don't Last know how much. Night? Yeah, his knee was that bad. Uh, Michelle joined CBS Sports in 1994, but I know she worked for K-Fan before that. So uh, her profile says 1993 to present. 1993 to present. Damn near 30 years. Mm-hmm. Well. Hell of a run, Michelle. Um, I'm glad that it uh, we're toward the end here and it didn't come up on the show. But on this Valentine's Day. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, no, l- l- let me do it. You're not going to play the Valentine's no, Day. No, 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 no. Much better. No. Patrick, will you please do us all a favor and ask uh, young Matthew what he purchased for his wife for Valentine's Day? 
Do you want me to then comment? Yes, yeah. I do. Candidly, and then, yes. and then you may have an opinion. And then, I, <laughs> at, at best, I can edit it out. Wasn't a scented calendar, was it? I mean, a uh, candle. Candle. Uh, there the were. I, I did get it. Are there scent, scented calendars? That might be a. Oh, oh, can't wait for May, huh? <laughs> yeah, right. Jesus <laughs> Christ! Right. I'm really looking forward to July. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> Right. Don't turn it yet. <laughs> yeah, hang on. In fact, I'm really glad that the January scent, has 31 days. The scent will be Oh, my God. I think, you know, like pine trees and stuff. Yes, yeah, right. right. Why not? Uh, you know, that's fun in a home. That's fun in a home, you know? <laughs> It'd be oh great. my God! So what did uh, you get the wife? Well, I did get her two of the, of the candles, and they're, they're good scented candles. Mm-hmm. And um, then I uh, got her a bathing suit. Really? Yes. I, you uh, picked out a bathing I suit for out, your wife? I picked out a bathing suit what for my wife. What the hell is wrong with you? There's there's a 100% chance that's going back where it came from. <laughs> well, I had the approval of two young ladies in the house that said, yes, it's a nice color, nice color and it's a nice design. And then I was just worried about the size. She needed that in your last house. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Pat, what would happen 100%. if you attempted to uh, to get a bathing suit for the DA? I was going to come to you two for advice it wouldn't on even when occur to, to us. what no, kind of bathing no. suit to buy for my wife. Figuring you guys have done this, this many times. Yeah, yeah, no, it wouldn't occur to me to. No, well, no, I'm glad you not. kept it clean, yeah. Pat. That makes yes, me it makes did. me happy. That, it did. Save it for off the air, okay? Yeah, right. Okay, I'm no. on a school run duty. All right. Oh, well, really? You got to pick him up? Yeah. Valentine's okay. Day bank. Yeah. All right. No, he's not allowed to pick him up. He can't be trusted. No, I got to watch a baby while her mother picks him oh. up because they told me I wouldn't be able to figure out getting in line. <laughs> what do you do if the baby doesn't doesn't mess or something? What her mother do? won't be gone that long. <laughs> I want to just hang tight there, kid. My father-in-law, Ed Keeger, put him right in the bathtub. Just put him right in the bathtub and just wait it out. Where's the baby? Oh, he's How old is the baby? 16 months. Oh, yeah. Pretty good. Getting stinky at that age. Yeah, they man. get messy then. Yeah, they oh, get right. messy. Yeah, that's right. Here, start doing what my old man allegedly did to me. What? When I was about 11, 12 months, and you'd poop your diaper, he would hold you above it. And scream bloody murder so you should be frightened of it and kick your legs. And supposedly that it affected me for life. You know, but I, I started uh, using the potty chair really early because uh, really being terrified yeah. by I'm ter- I'm still terrified by poop. That's why I didn't become a farmer. So. Monday night sports talk. Bam. We'll see you next week. All right. EcoFun has e-bikes in stock, and why is that important? Because every other bike retailer is out of stock and will not be getting new e-bikes until December or January. You can't even get one for Christmas from them. The weather is warming up, so if you are in the market for an e-bike scooter or ATV, Go to EcoFun right now. EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake. Talk with Tim Bloom, the owner of EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake. Tim and his family will help you select the e-bike that is right for you, and they will deliver it to your front door in the metro area. Right now, EcoFun has Bentelli e-bikes and Yamaha motor assist bikes in stock. EcoFun also carries the full line of Yamaha scooters, motorcycles, and a wide variety of Yamaha ATVs, including ATVs for kids. 
Check out EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake and online at EcoFunMotorsports.com and tell Tim that that old bicycler Patrick Racy sent you. It's Reavers here for Josh Arnold. Mr. Money Talk is what he's called around these parts. Josh has been an investment consultant since 1978. This extensive career has given him the experience needed to manage your money in both up and down markets. Josh provides independent, personalized investment planning to individuals and small businesses, including retirement plans. Josh has been doing this for quite some time, and the thing that separates him from the rest is he will always give you straight talk and never sugarcoated advice. When you invest for yourself or for your small business with Josh, you get the same straight talk that you would expect from Mr. Money Talk. You also get an investment consultant who will work proactively with you to create a strategy that fits your goals. You can also hear him at the end of Garage Logic every Tuesday and Thursday with a full report. Give him a call today for that free 48-minute financial consultation at 952-925-5608. That number once again is 952-925-5608. Or for more information, just visit his website, josharnoldinvestmentconsultant.com.